Learning the Gemara on the bottom, the last few words, and Daf Yudalaf Hamid Beis. Speaking about the Tainus, fasting. Last thing we learned about was a person that fasts for part of the day, choice, hours of the day, whether that's counted as a fast, could you say Anenu and Yudavining Yishmai Nesra? Amar Rav Chiste said, Hoda Omrit Misanen Lashois. This that you said, that even a person that fasts for certain hours of the day, that it's counted as a fast. But for who shall I tom klum It's only counted as a fast if he didn't taste anything until at night, which means basically that he fasted all day. says, If he's not eating and he's not until uh, the end of the day, so that's a regular fast. So what, what's the chiddush that he's saying over here? That misanin l'shois is if he didn't fast, if he didn't taste anything all day. So the Gemara explains the case. The chiddush that he's saying is the imlech imluchi. Which means that he changed his mind. The first half of the day, he didn't accept upon himself to fast. He didn't end up eating because he was busy, so he didn't eat. And then, for the remainder of the day, he, he realizes, Oh, I didn't eat already till now. I'm going to continue fasting, and I want to accept upon myself to fast till the end of the day. So over here, he fasted the entire day. But he only accepted upon himself to fast in the middle of the day. And that, that, that is what Avchista said, that it's considered to be a full fast, even though he only accepted it in the middle of the day. Avchista said, Any time a person fasts, and he doesn't fast until at night, until Tainus. It's not counted as a fast day for him. Can't say Aneinu, it's not, it's not a fast. So the Gemara asks a few questions in this. So it says like as follows, Anche Mishmar, the people that are in the Mishmar, in the Beis HaMikdash, this refers to the Kainim, the Levim, that serve in the Beis HaMikdash. So Mis'anen, they fast on a fast day, but Veloi Mashlimin, they can't, they don't fast until the end of the day, they have to have the Kayach to work in the Beis HaMikdash, they, they do not fast a full day. But this Deloshan that it says over here is Mis'anen. They do fast. We're talking about over here regarding these fasts that the Mishnah says when you have to fast, when all the whole Tzibur is fasting for the rain, so they also fast, but they don't fast all day. But the Mishnah nevertheless calls it fasting. So we see that it, do, it does count as a fast. So Akhet Rav Chista said that if you don't fast until Shkia, it's not called a fast. And for the Gemara, Hosam, even though Taka says the Lashem Misanin, but it's Taka not counted as a fast for them. The only reason that they are fasting is because they want to join in the pain of, the, of everybody, the Tzibur, so therefore they fast as much as they can to join with everyone. But it's Taka not counted as a fast. Toshema, another Rai, another question of what Rabbi Rav Chista said, Dom Rabbi Yezeb ben Sadiq. Elizabeth Tzaddik said as follows, I am from the grandchildren of son of the son of Binyamin. In other words, they came from Shevet Binyamin. And once what happened was, Tishabav was on a Shabbos, so we don't fast then. And they pushed off the fast of Tishabav to Sunday. And then on Sunday, they didn't fast a full day. We fasted on Sunday. And we did not fast a full day. Why not? Because the, ninth, the, the tenth day of Av is our Yontif. So Rashir Barichas brings the Gemara, and actually in the end of the Masecht over here, that talks about the different days that there were different Shvatim that would bring wood that they donated to the Beis HaMikdash. And that when they brought the wood for the Beis HaMikdash, for the Mizbeach, it was considered to be a Yom Tif for that family. So because for them, their, their day, 
that they used to bring the wood was on the 10th day of Av, this was a day that was considered to be a Yanta for them. So therefore, they didn't fast a full day of Tisha B'Av when it was pushed off to Sunday. But nevertheless, the point is, we see over here, it says Vesaninu, but they did fast, and it seems like it was counted as a fast for those hours that they did fast. <coughs> so again, the Gemara says the same answer, This that it's considered to be a fast is just to join in the pain of everybody else that's fasting, but it's not, it's not counted as a fast. Toshema, another ayadam, Rabbi Yechenin, Rabbi Yechenin said, Hey, betainus. He would say as follows: Let me be in a fast. I take upon myself to fast until I come home. So Rabbi Yechenin, in other words, many times when he would travel home, he would say, let's say it takes him two, three hours to get home. He would say, I accept upon myself to fa- a fast until I get home. So we see that there is such a concept that you could accept upon yourself a fast for a few hours, not only for a full day. So the Gemara says that's not a raya either. Hasam, the reason why Rabbi Yechenin would say this, l'shmute nafshe. Because he would want to avoid having to join the, the, the meal that they offered him to eat by the house of the Nasi, and he wasn't interested in eating there, wasn't interested in joining them. So he would say that he took upon himself a fast. So like this, he could avoid joining them with the meal. So we don't have any rai over here for what, uh, against what Rav Chista said, that a real tainus is only if it's a full day. Shmuel, Shmuel says, Kol olav Any fast that a person did not accept upon himself to fast from the day before. Lav tainus, it's not considered to be a tainus. In other words, if a person wakes up in the morning and he just decides, you know what, I'm not going to eat today, and he doesn't eat and he fasts, it doesn't have a, 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 a din of a fast. You have to accept it upon yourself the day before. Vi Yosef, Mai, if a person decides, without accepting the day before, that he sits and he fasts. So then what happens? What is this considered? Rabbi Bashila says, It's considered to be like a bellow, the malia zike, that's full of hot air. And it's, it's nothing. It's, it's a, the person as well over here that he fasts, it's not considered to be a fast. It's just like something which has, he, what happens when a person fasts? So he doesn't have any food that enters into his body. He has a lot of air that he may be breathing and entering into his body. So it becomes full of air without any food. So he's just like full of hot air, and it's not, but it has nothing to it. It doesn't have the Allah of a fast. Why is the Kabbalah so important? In order for it to be um, a real thing that uh, is not stammed at it happens to be that I didn't eat because I wasn't hungry. In other words, where's the line? When, when the, how, how do you have that distinction that I'm not stum fasting because I wasn't hungry or because I decided that I don't like the food, but it's a real fast. There has to be a, something to establish it, to, to make that chalois, to, that it should be a real fast. So it's only if you accept it from the day before, not just that it's happening, but that so Gemara says exactly when do you have to accept this fast? Amos Makabal Lay. When do you accept the fast? Rav Omar Bemincha. So Rav says Mincha time, in other words, in the afternoon. Not by davening Mincha, but in the afternoon time of the day. And Shmuel Omar Betfilasa Mincha. Shmuel says that it's not only by the time of Mincha, which means you could be anywhere, even in the street, and you could just accept it upon yourself, but it's by the time of Mincha. As Rashi says, that in the end of the, of the Shemayin Esra, and then we say, so over there, that's the, closer to the, to the, the next day. Not, not by Shachris, but by Mincha, closer to the next day, that's when you accept it upon yourself. So Rav Yasef says, that it's logical, like what Shmuel says, that you accept the fast upon yourself by the time when you daven Mincha. Because in Megillah's Tainus it says, Lahain kol inish lahain that but however kol inish the yaisi aloi mikadmas dna 
any person that he uh, accepts upon himself from before, Mikatmas Danam means that he accepts it upon himself from before, so then, Yesar. Yesar, what does the Lashon Yesar mean? That he becomes Asr, it becomes Asr for him to eat. What is this Lashin Yesar? Yesar is mashma that he asers upon himself. Not that, it, that he becomes Asr automatically. Because he accepted upon himself, so then Yesar, he becomes, he makes himself Asr. Maila or Yeyasr maybe is the right, right way to read it. That he makes himself Asr. My love, Yeyasr Atzmai. What this means is that the person accepts it upon himself. Betzilai. When in his davening, when the person davens. In other words, this Lashin Yeyasr means that he has to accept it upon himself, not that he becomes also automatically. So the Gemara says, Loi, not necessarily do you have to read the word Yeyasr, that he accepts it upon himself and he becomes Asr, but Yeyasr Atzmai, that the person automatically becomes Asr without accepting it upon himself, but it can become, uh, it can become Asr for him automatically, even without accepting it. So the way, if you read it, Yei Aser, not Yeyaser, Yeyaser means he makes himself Aser, he accepts it upon himself. Yei Aser means that it happens automatically. So the Gemara, Mandi Omar, Yeyaser, Skip something? Oh, so the Gemara, Pligi, Boho. So the argument over here is, this argument, they argued about this as well, Rabchia Rabshimen, Berebi. Rabchia and Rabshim Berebi argued about this. Chad Omar Yeyaser. One said Yeyaser, which means that the person has to asser himself. He's the one that has to accept upon himself the fast that it should be asser for him to eat. Chad Omar, and another one says Yeyaser. Yeyaser means that even if he doesn't accept it upon himself, that he's going to be ushered to fast automatically, whether he accepted it upon himself by davening time, or even if not by davening time. In other words, the point here is that Ashi explains, even the mandom that says, yay usher, it doesn't mamish mean that it, he's going to become usher automatically without accepting it upon himself altogether. Right? He has to, if you don't accept it upon yourself altogether, then you stop not eating bederach agav. Even the Vandama that says, Yei Aser, you have to accept it upon yourself, but lav dafke in a designated time by davening. Anytime you're walking in the street, wherever you are, you can just make that decision in your mind, okay, it is Aser, I decided it's going to be Aser for me to eat tomorrow. You don't have to say befeidish by davening, I am accepting upon myself that I will not eat tomorrow. So this machleik is the Gemara says, so this is an argument between Rabchir, Rabshim, Berebi. So, Mandama that says, you have to be fetish, accept it upon yourself and say it by davening. We just brought the Lashon that it says in Megillus Tainus, and there it says, that the person has to answer it upon himself. The one that says the Lashon of that he becomes Aser automatically, meaning he doesn't have to say it befeidish, and whenever he wants, he just accepts it upon himself. What's the source? So the source is also this Braise, but it's just a different Girse, and the Gemara brings the Hemshech also to show his source. So the Lashon of the Braise, as we just quoted, is Bimgilis Tainis, Kolinish, the Yesi, Aloi, Mikadmas, the No. A person that, uh, that uh, comes upon him, he takes upon himself to fast from before, yay Aser. So then he will become Aser to eat. So it's, not, it's when he accepts it upon himself at any time, doesn't have to say it with Fetish. Keitzad, how is this? Yachit, Shekibul Olav, Sheni, Vechamishi, a person, an individual that accepts upon himself to fast for a Monday or a Thursday or Vesheni or another Monday, Shalkola Shonakula, any day of the year. So let's say a person accepts upon himself. All the next, let's say the next 10 Mondays, the next 10 Thursdays, I'm going to fast. 
And then what happens? And then it comes out that one of the days that he accepted upon himself to fast, it's one of those Yomim Toivim that I mentioned in Megillus Tainus that you're not supposed to fast. Right, so now most of Megillus Tainus is bottle. But let's say, for example, a person takes him upon himself such a thing, and then it comes out on Hanukkah or Purim, a Monday or a Thursday. That's uh, the things from Megillus Tainus that are not bottle. So in Nidrei, so the question is, is he allowed to fast or not? In Nidrei Kaidim if his neder, the vow that he made that I will be fasting, was made before Chazal established and decreed those days to be special days that you're not allowed to fast. So Yaftul Nidroi is Gzeda Seinu. So his vow that he accepted upon himself will be Mivatul, our Gzeda, that you shouldn't fast on this day. But Vim Gzeda Seinu Kedemus Nidroi. But if our Gzeda regarding this day that it's a Yomtif came before he made his nether, he accepted upon himself this day to fast, to bottle Gzeda Seinu as Nidroi. So our Gzeda that we made, that it's considered to be a Yomtif, is going to be Mivatul, his nether that he made, that he's going to fast. So what do you see over here in the Lushan of this Brais according to this opinion? It says over here, the, the Lashon of Ye, Ye, according to this Gersa, it says the Lashon of Ye Oser. That's other Gaitis over here. That it means that a person accepts it upon himself, and not that he has to say it, Befeidish, Bishas, the Davening, which is what Ye Yasser means, that he has to say it. Toner Abbanon and Abraisa we learned. What does it mean before we made Exeter? Which means basically that it's a back <laughs> in the times of the second base of Mikdosh. Then, so after that yeah, time so period. If there was no Exeter, then. Then, then so it, it, it's, it's another way of saying. How can you change the gzeda? Well, well the, if Chachamim came and made gzeda, you may have thought that once Chachamim make gzeda, so he has to follow what Chachamim said, even though he made gzeda, even though he made his nether first. So therefore, the Brais is saying no. That if he made his nether first, so then his nether, he has to keep his nether. But but this whole but the point that it's saying over here is that now. Any time a person accepts upon himself to fast and it ends up coming into a Hanukkah, obviously the Gzeda of the Chachamim was before. And therefore you can't fast on a Hanukkah or on a Purim or those days that we don't fast. Taner Abonon and Abraisa we learned that Mosai Oichol Vishaisa. Until when is a person allowed to continue eating and drinking? This goes back to what it said in the Mishnah that in the fast that they establish, when do you begin fasting? In the morning. At night you don't have to fast. So, but until when exactly could you continue eating and drinking? Until the morning star comes up. Uh, again, that's what Rebbe says. Rabbi Shimon says, Until the, the, the rooster crows in the morning, that's until when you can eat, which is a little bit uh, later in the day, I believe. The first time, Rashi says, the first time in the morning, it's even earlier. Amar so Abaye says, Leishanu, this that you said, that you're allowed to continue eating until the morning, that's only said, Shalegoma Sudasai, if the meal that he ate at night, he didn't finish eating, and he didn't bench yet. Avogoma Sudasai, once he finishes eating and he benched already, so then, he can't continue eating anymore that night already, because he accepted a fast for the next day, he can't continue eating at all. Sort of asked on this, it says, Gomar, he finished eating, then he got up, he could still continue going and eating even after he finished his meal. So you see that he could, it's not Gomar it's, Sudasi, it's, it's does not automatically begin the fast. When it says in that Braisa that if he finished eating, he could continue eating when he did not remove the table. In those times, they had these little tables that they would bring in to eat in front of it. And then when they finished eating, they would take away the table. He did not take away the table yet, so therefore he still has a mind to continue eating.
Kedamri, others said that it was Rava that said this halach, and he said it differently. Omar Rava, Rava said, Lo Yishon, it was only said that you could continue eating till the morning, Elikashala Yashon, if you didn't go to sleep yet. Aval Yashon, but if you did go to sleep, Einoichel. So then, once you wake up, even if you woke up in the middle of the night, and it's not Alei Sashacha yet, or it's not Kresa Geva yet, you can't eat anymore. So Abaye asked on this, it says in Abraise, that Yoshon, you went to sleep, and you woke up, that you are allowed to continue eating until the morning. So the answer is, when it says there that he could continue eating, he wasn't fully sleeping, he was uh, dozing off. <coughs> and the Gemara says, what does Bismnamnem mean? Ravashi, so Ravashi says, Nim, Veloinim. He's sleeping, but he's not really sleeping. And tear, tear. He's awake, but he's not awake. And what does this mean? The Karalevani, if you call his name, he'll respond. But Vilayada Durisvara. But if you want to talk to him about any idea, any concept, any subject, he can't, uh, can't uh, talk to you. If you uh, remind him, that if you remind them later, that did you hear? Did you hear this that I told you? He will remember. But he's not really fully awake because you can't talk to him any subject. That's the, the, the concept of sleeping, not fully asleep, and then you could eat still after you wake up. Okay, so from this Gemara it says here that even a fast that starts the next morning, but if you went to sleep already, and you wake up in the middle of the night before Alisa Shachar, you're not allowed to eat. Right? But, and so that means the Moshlech, that's going to be now Sarabit Tevis. And Alisa Shachar is whatever, let's say 5.30, if you wake up 5 o'clock, you're not allowed to eat, you went to sleep already. There's a letter from the Rebbe about this, because when the Alter Rebbe, you get a Satshuva, speaks about the fact that you have the short days and you could eat in the morning, and therefore it's easier for a person to fast. But Lachayda the Gemara says if you go to sleep, that you're not allowed to eat anymore. The Rebbe over there brings from the Paiskim different Taifanim that it comes out that even if you did go to sleep and you woke up, that you uh, are allowed to eat before Alei Sashacha. Right, if you had a mind to eat when you went to sleep. Uh, I think so, yeah. It's a letter from the Rebbe, I didn't see it right now, but the Rebbe addresses this over here, from this, this in the Gemara. Omer Rav Kahana, Omer Rav, Yochid, Shekibol Olav Tainis, a Yochid that accepts upon himself to fast. Osir bin Ilas Asandal. He's not allowed to wear his shoes either. Why not? Chayshinon, because we're concerned when he accepted upon himself to fast. What kind of fast did he accept upon himself? Shema, tainus tzibur kibbol Maybe he accepted upon himself this tainus of a tzibur, which is <coughs> that, that, uh, the level of the tainus tzibur that we had in the Mishnah, which is not only not eating, but also not to wear <coughs> shoes and all the other things of the tainus tzibur. In other words, when a person accepts upon himself and he just says, I'm going to fast. As Rashi explained, he just said, Stam, I'm going to fast. So he didn't say clearly what kind of fast. Did he mean to say, I'm going to fast that tainus of an individual, that myself I'm fasting, and therefore it's not on the level of a tainus sibur? Or did he mean to say that he's going to accept upon himself like a tainus sibur? So therefore he's not allowed to wear shoes, because maybe it's like that tainus sibur that the Mishnah said, that is also also binisa sandal. If a person wants to just not eat, and, and, but he should be able to wear shoes and so on, so what should he say? What should he do? He should say as follows. If he says clearly that tomorrow I'm going to fast and it should be a tiny yachid, so then he spells out tiny yachid, so then he just doesn't eat, but he could wear shoes. Uh, yeah, day before. Yeah, this you say bef- day before, like our minute, we say it by Mincha. No, 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 no. It's a, uh, no, the next day. But the point is, if he says, so then he's allowed to wear shoes. 
but we see the Rabbanon, the Misaimi Misanayu, that they wear their shoes, and even on a day of a fast, even on a fast day like a tiny sibur, not just a fast day of an individual, they, they come and they wear their shoes. So the Gemara says, Ikpid, that Rav Sheshis was makpid on this, he wasn't happy with this, the fact, he said to them, maybe if they're wearing their shoes on a fast day, so maybe they're eating as well. In other words, he considered it to be Asr, to wear your shoes, just like you're not allowed to eat, you're not allowed to wear your shoes. Abaye verove, ma'ayli ke misaymi apansa. Abaye and rove on a fast day, so they wore a pansa. So what's a pansa? There's two opinions. One opinion is that it's a shoe that only has a sole and it doesn't have the top part of the shoe. And another opinion is the opposite, that it has on the top of the foot that it covers, but it does not have a sole. So they wore like something which is not a regular shoe. Mereme mazutre. They would switch their shoes from the right foot to the left foot, from the left foot to the right foot. So they didn't wear the shoes with the regular comfort on a regular day. The Rabbana by Ravashi, they would wear their shoes on a fast day, like regular. They held like what Shmuel said, and we had this quoted before in the Gemara, that in Bavel, we don't keep a tiny sibra fully, including not wearing shoes. The only time that we keep a tiny sibra fully in that sense is on, t- on Tisha B'av. A person can borrow his fast, meaning that if he accepts upon himself a fast, and then he realizes, Oi, I can't fast today. So then he can borrow that day and he can go ahead and eat. And then he pays up the fast that he accepted upon himself another day. When I said this in front of Shmuel, so he said to me, Did he accept upon himself a nether that he must fast? that it's not going to be enough if he does not make it up. He accepted upon himself to bring a, inflict pain upon himself. And, that, and therefore, what did he really mean when he accepted this upon himself? If he's able to, to keep it and to fast, so then it's, that's what he meant. Then he'll do it. But then So then he will not be mitzayed himself. But he doesn't have to make it up. That's what uh, Shmuel held, this whole thing of a person accepting upon himself a fast, as he meant to say, only if Matzi. Others said, person can borrow the day of his fast and make it up another day. And then what happened? When this was said in front of Shmuel, that you can make up your fast another day, so Shmuel responded differently. He said, Obviously, you can make it up a different day. You don't have to make it up today. This should be not more than just a nether that a person accepts upon himself to fast. So, it's a vow that you accept it upon yourself, but just like any nether, a person takes upon himself a nether to do something. So, there's no time frame for this. So, if he does it tomorrow, is tomorrow. If not tomorrow, it could be the next day. So, obviously, he can make it up another day. Rav Shua Berei Ravidi came to visit Rabbi Ravasi. Of Dulei, Egla Tilsa, they prepared for him the third calf, which has a very tasty food that they prepared. Amrulei, they said to him, Why don't you taste something? Why don't you join us and eat? 
Amalei, so he said, but I'm, I'm, I accepted upon myself a fast, so I'm fasting today, I can't eat. Amrulei, so they said, they said to him, mar velifra. Why don't you borrow this day and eat, and then you'll pay it up another day. Do you not hold of what Rav Yudah said in the name of Rav? You can borrow your fast that you accepted. And you can make it up another day. So he said, no, what I'm fasting for is different. I'm fasting for a, for a dream. When a person has a dream that's negative and he wants to remove the bad effects of that dream, so you fast for it. And that's what I'm fasting. And for that, you have to fast today and you can't make it up another day. And the Gemara says, regarding the fast of a dream, that when you fast for a bad dream, it's beneficial, it's good to remove the bad effects of the dream. Like fire for flax that burns it up immediately and it has, it, it has the immediate effect. A, a fast for a dream also has a very strong effect. That fast has to be on that day that the person woke up and had the bad dream. So therefore this is not something that you could push off. And even more than this, that for a Tainus Cholim, you can fast even on Shabbos, which is also brought in Shulchan Aruch, this Indian of fasting a Tainus Cholim on Shabbos. But if a person had to fast a Tainus Cholim on Shabbos, how do you rectify the fact that he didn't eat on Shabbos? Then he has to fast again to be mechaper, to make up for the fact that he had to fast on Shabbos. But a Tainus Cholim has to be on that day and therefore it's on Shabbos. If what? Now even if you started fasting, if it wasn't the Tainus Cholim, if you began fasting, he could decide in the middle of the day that there's a certain reason that uh, he wants to eat and uh, yeah, and, and make it up another day. So we're talking here about the time period in the winter when you need the rain. So we spoke before about Yudzayin Cheshvin, then Shchedish Kislev. So if all these days passed and there still there was no rain, and they still were not answered, so they fast another three days. Again, another Monday, Thursday, and Monday that they fast. So then, in these fasts, they can still eat during the day. In other words, they have to begin fasting already from the night. They, the, the day before, they can eat until Shkia, then they have to start fasting from at night already. The previous day, the previous day, that, they, that the, before, the day before the fast, they can eat. But then from the night they have to fast. And also, they're not allowed to work, bathe themselves, anoint themselves, wearing shoes, marital relations, and they close all the bathhouses. In other words, it's a more stringent fast. After these three fasts pass, and they still were not answered, the Bezdin decrees upon everybody to fast another seven fasts. So these are the 13 fasts in such a situation that the Tzibur has to fast, because they had first three, then another three, and now another seven, so that's the 13 fasts that they fast. So now, these last seven fasts that they fast, having it more than the first fast, they will blow shayfer, and and they close the stores and that, uh, on, on these fast days. Now the Gemara says, but people do need to go to the store and buy food. So Bishaini, on the second day, they fast on a Monday, Matin Im Chashecha, so they, they close down the stores, not completely, but, huh? 
Yeah, they have it a little bit open. So on, on a Monday, so they have the store a little bit open in the end of the day, before it's dark, so people could come and buy what they need. In other words, most of the day, the store is closed, but they open it up a little bit at the end of the day. But on a Thursday, you can keep the store completely open for people to buy their food for the honor of Shabbos. If these fasts, you have already 13 fasts, and all these fasts pass, and they still were not answered, there was no rain. So people minimize in their business, or in construction, and planting, with, um, with marriage. You're even um, greeting one another. Like people that are being rejected from the Eibishter. And Ayichidim, there are then there are individuals, like we said in the beginning of this whole thing, there are the Tamidi Chachamim that are called Yechidim, they continue and they fast, until the end of the month of Nisan. Yatsa Nisan, if it didn't rain the entire season of the winter, and then after Nisan leaves, and then the rain comes, Simon Kalala, that's actually not a good sign. Shanam the Pasik says, now it's a time of harvest, and now the rain comes down. We had this Pasik before. If the rain comes after the month of Nisan, it's a negative sign. Huh? So, because I guess any time during the month of Nisan is still a time that the rain could be positive. But, huh? Last month of the Tkufa of Nisan. Okay. So what did it say in the Mishnah? That when they fast, that they're also with all kinds of things, not only not eating, but it mentions that they shouldn't do work either. So all the things mentioned in the Mishnah are things that have pleasure to them. So because these are things of pleasure, we understand why they were they asked this on these fasts. But when it comes to work, tzaru, work is something that is, is, is not, not the best a pleasure, it takes a work that it's a pain itself. So why asking to work is part of the fast? Because there's a passage that says, you should sanctify the fast day. You should call them people to should gather together. And isfu zikainim. And you should invite, you should gather the elders. So what do we learn from this Pasik when it speaks about what you do on a uh, fast day? You see from here, ke'atzeres, that it says in the Pasik atzara, so that means just like a yontif, ma'atzeres, so just like a yontif of atzeres. So it's asr basiyas molacha, you're not allowed to do any work. Aftainis asr basiyas molacha. So too, a fast day is a day that you're not allowed to work. So if when it comes to atzeres, from when are you not allowed to work? From the night time. So so too it should be regarding a fast day, that you shouldn't be allowed to work already from the night time. But you are, you're allowed, at night you're allowed to work, you're only, only not allowed to work from the morning. So Rabbi Zayde explained, Rabbi Yirmiya Ba'amba explained this to me, the Pasek says, Gather the elders. So therefore, what do you learn from this? We compare to the time when we gather the elders to come and daven. When do you gather the elders? That's daytime. Not at night. So, so too regarding the fast, when it comes to not working, when do you not work? It's, it's from the daytime. So I should say that when's the time you now let a fast? From the middle of the day. When the sun is shining strong right in the middle of the day, because that's when the Zikainim are gathered. They're gathered in the middle of the day, seemingly, not before that. 
So this pshat that he said here is actually a right to what Ravuna said, the Oma Mitzafr Kenufya, the time when you gather on a day of a fast day, the time when the elders come and gather in the shul is not in the middle of the day, it's in, it's in the morning time, that's in the, on a fast day. Maybe on a regular day they come and gather later, but on a fast day they have to gather already from the morning. So when they gather together, what do you do? From the morning until is the first half of the day. They analyze and they, they make a drisha she says. They make a research or interrogation regarding what's going on with the actions and the deeds of the people of the city to see why is it that they have this tzada, why is there no rain or whatever it is. Then from the other part of the day. So you have the next half of the day, so they divide it in two. Quarter of the day, Karinon, Besifre, Vaftarte. So they read from the Sefetaira and from the Avtaira. They, they learn from the Taira. The rest of the day, Be'inon Rachmi. They daven. They daven to the Ebishter. Shenemaz, it says in the Pasuk, Vayakuma Alomdom, then they stand, Vayikru Besefetaira, Sashem Alikayem, Revius Ayayim. A quarter of the day, they're reading from the Sefetaira, and Revius, the next quarter of the day, Misvadam and Mishrach from Hashem Alikayem. They bow and they daven to the Ebishter. So the Gemara asks on this, Maybe the order of the day should be the opposite. Maybe the first half of the day, they should read from the Teireh and they should daven. And maybe in the second half of the day, they should be uh, interrogating and researching and seeing what's with the behavior of the people that they have to improve and do tshuva. So the Gemara says, No, you can't do it the opposite. Because the Pasuk says, that everyone that uh, is afraid of the Ebishter comes and gathers means to see what's the negative things that the people in Golis are doing. Right? In other words, the first thing that they come is that they gather to the Ebishter to see, to analyze, to see what is the negative thing that people are doing. And then, and then it says, That in the next part of the day, from Milchat time, going to the evening, that's the time when they fast and they spread out their hands to the Ebishter, meaning that it's the second half of the day that they daven, or they first learn Teireh, and then they daven. So we see that that's the right order of what's done on a fast day.